friends. It's true, you know. Personal, local, global wellness. You may now begin the course. The emotional response to love. It's awfully important. Is usually the result of a decommy family. A show of affection. Redefining what health means for you. And the real fundamental you. 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 Well, if you'd like a place where there's never a dull moment, choose the right flavor of wellness for you. Syndacy Wellness. Hosts the personal, local, global wellness show. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. I am very, very excited for today's show. Welcome to the Community Health Personal Local Global Wellness Show hosted by Syndacy Wellness. Today we have Cecilia speaking on how yoga helped her transform anxiety and panic attacks. Cecilia went through a transformational path spiritually and physically from suffering from anxiety and panic attacks as a yoga student to a yoga teacher that wants to help other souls learn how to reach peace in soul and mind. And it's very exciting because she's joining us from Switzerland. A little background on me, your host. I am Jen Sindesi, a healthcare practitioner at Sindesi Wellness, helping men and women move from a state of emotional overwhelm and anxiety to a state of peace, calm, and comfort. Teaching stress management skills and using nutrition analysis as well as paired with my counseling practice. I also help people get emotionally fit so that they don't turn to food as the source of comfort, but are able to expand their emotional container to feel. That's where my nutrition piece comes in. I personally used to try and heal the world before I healed myself, but our personal healing ripples out. And that's why I named the show the personal, local, global wellness show. And it's very exciting that we have Cecilia on all the way from Switzerland tonight. It's 8 p.m. there and I'm in Arizona, 11 a.m. Our show and our podcast can be found on platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and others. You'll see um, in terms of what our little cover looks like, there's a sign that says community health at the top with women sitting in a circle. And at the bottom, it says the personal local global health show. But you will probably just have to type in Syndacy Wellness to find us because that's what everything's umbrella under. So without further ado, let me introduce Cecilia. Thank you so much for joining us. How Thank are you to be here. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so <laughs> for inviting me. <laughs> oh, of course. A pleasure. A oh, very pleasure. Oh, yeah. And we were having a classic Mercury retrograde. Some of my friends have already gone through two phones and two computers because this time is always <laughs> with technology. But we finally made it <laughs> And we stayed calm with her. Absolutely. At the beginning, a little bit chaos with technology, but afterwards now we are in our souls. <laughs> yeah, and your beautiful husband helped us, so we had support all around. Well, without further ado, I'd love to jump into your story. I'd love to jump into sure. Sure. the pain that you were feeling that led you to do this work. I will uh, tell you about a little bit of... Uh, about my past, my bio, <laughs> and uh, um, I'm original from Italy, uh, born in Genova. And when I was nine years old, my father died of love cancer. Also, he was a really uh, sportive man. 
Due to my stepfather, I had the chance to live in various countries. I live in Zagreb and in Tehran, in Iran. My time in Iran was very special as I stayed there during the last four years of the war between Iran and Iraq. I really loved to be there, but we were living in with the feeling of fear day by day because they were bombing the, <laughs> the city day and night, the Iraqs. Um, then uh, since I was young, I, I always did sports. So starting at age of six years until 11 years, I practiced gymnastic and classic ballet, jazz dance and hip hop. So the background is the dancing part. Um, and uh, this is how I became also a Zumba teacher, <laughs> beside of that. <laughs> um, then when we came in Switzerland, uh, I worked for 20 years at two international banks. And I got married, but unfortunately, twice I lost the babies. Um, yeah, it's, it was not a really nice <laughs> experience. But after this drastic experience, I needed something to calm me down and bring me back to the Cecilia that I was before uh, because I felt so lost and really nervous inside. And um, after this, I had a skiing accident also. A man crashed into me from the back and I rode my tibia and... Uh, my brain was vibrating. <laughs> and for this reason, I started to make yoga. They told me, go to yoga lessons. And I did. And uh, um, the teacher was saying to me, Cecilia, you must, to, to calm, to relax, you must uh, observe your breath. And I say, what, how can I do that? Just observing my breath, it's, uh, it's, and this can help me. <laughs> I was surprised about this, you know. I, I was coming, you know, I, I'm an action girl from dancing, and I said, I have to sit down, lie down, and just hearing <laughs> much my breath. And she said, Yes, um, you have to connect the first thing with your breath. And day by day, I started to practice it, and uh, I saw the results. This is uh, um, this is what really helped me. And uh, as life goes on, I uh, when after that I that I got my son, um, I breast. Two years, I breastfed him, and uh, but I was feeling tired because he was most of the time really sick. And during the night, he was coming twice or three times during the night. And at the end, I really did not have any strength in my body uh, to to have the strength to help to be with him day by day. And um, what happened that I got a melanoma, it's, it's in English, it's right, melanoma on my foot, right foot. And uh, this was a shock for me because I remember, it was remember me 
because that my father and the whole history from my family <laughs> that most uh, the the family died because of cancer and uh, this uh, in this trauma let's say trauma um, I started to have really ancient and panic attacks and really, really strong. They were, uh, I was feeling nervous, always nervous. Um, uh, during the night, during the day, I'd had panic attacks and uh, my heart was beating fast. Uh, um, I had all the symptoms that a person can have. And, uh, and I say, well, I should start again to do yoga <laughs> and this is uh, I started again and um, as you know yoga is not only about the posture <laughs> it's more than that and um, I started to connect again with my real truth with my with the real Cecilia that I was before because when you have ancient impending attacks you're you're not the person that you are. Let's say <laughs> you're um, you're here, but uh, you have this feeling that uh, you're just flying somewhere, always nervous, like a bird <laughs> flying in the sky, and uh, you're not grounded. And um, yes, this is uh, how it started, and. I decided afterwards to uh, um, to be a yoga teacher, specializing in, in fascia yoga from Dr. Liebscheren Pracht. I made a school there. And, and what I also did um, that I finished uh, three, three months ago was Brad Larkin, the 500 uh, teacher training. Um, and I'm really happy to have done this because it was really transformational, absolutely transformational. And uh, yes, this is uh, <laughs> a little bit of my uh, of my past. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for going so deep and being so vulnerable because it has opened a lot of questions in me. I, when I was young, had extreme stomach issues from mm. anxiety and sensitivity and then when I was eight my brother had cancer and my father's mm. father had cancer and so my parents were taking care my dad of his dad my mom of his, my brother and I started pulling my hair because it was a stronger feeling physically than feeling all of the sensation inside yeah yeah and I was in a doctor's appointment uh, this year and had kind of something come up that could be a precursor to cancer. Mm -hmm. And my partner, my boyfriend was there with me and he saw me go into kind of a traumatic release. Like yeah. you're saying this could be a precursor to cancer, this yeah. And I was really upset and he was so confused. I was upset at him. I was upset at the doctor. I was upset at everyone because it was such a strong charge in me from a childhood wound yeah. and kind of circumstance that I had held on to 
uh, of what it was like to experience that at eight years old. And so I really resonate with anyone who's had cancer so close, Absolutely, to impact, yeah. you know, the yeah. family dynamic, the idea of mortality, the idea of trusting our bodies to be incredible healing machines. And so I love that, that aspect of your story. And two years ago, I fell 25 feet um, hiking and broke my back and mm. my head and damaged my legs. And so I learned to walk again and get my nerves to turn back on. And through pulling my hair at an early age and anxiety, depression, eating disorders, you know, we all have our stories. And then the accident and the trauma work I'm interested in now, I really loved what you said about the doctor said your brain was vibrating. Yes. yes. Should focus they, the your- doctor wants to give me, you know, the pill, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the anxiety pill. And I say, no way. I don't, I feel that I don't, don't need this. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily I found an osteopath and he worked with, uh, you know, with uh, this, with a brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, after six times that I went to, to him, then uh, then everything was gone. But it's a traumatical, as you see, and it's it's uh, something that is. It happened then uh, from the shock, you know, uh, evab- evaporation. Yeah, it's really yeah. A, an energy. Evab- it's, it was something vibrational. Yes, let's yeah, and say. And our body goes into a pattern of being. And what's really interesting about that is. It makes me think about the internal pelvic floor work that I did um, after I broke my back and I had left leg numb and a lot of numbness in my body with my nerves. Uh, A lot of chiropractors have done rectal adjustments internally for a long time, but a lot of gymnasts and other like high performing athletes have also Mm -hmm. used physical therapy. Myofascial is what helped me the last two years, all myofascial work to turn everything back on internal work especially for women because the musculature my pelvis was shifted forward so to be able to adjust the musculature internally for females and rectally for males but also rectally for females it's incredible because it's a fluid medium so my mentor Jody Hendricks Sedona Physical Therapy I think is what she her company is called she was saying she'll work with women who've done in vitro you know, um, women who've done all these things to try and get pregnant and they'll just do one internal session. And it's actually because that fluid medium (laughs) was blocked energetically, but also just stagnant. It wasn't circulating or, you know, circulating properly. And then just after one or two sessions of adjusting the musculature, the circulation starts to properly hydrate and fluid, you know, so that the sperm and the egg can actually meet. That area isn't properly circulated, then, you know, no matter how much in vitro that there can't be that insemination or fertilization. And it reminds me of another story of a mentor whose dad had polio in Europe. Maybe it was Europe, I believe. And he had tried all these medicines, but it was when he met a body worker that adjusted him properly that the fluid circulation and energy could run and that the process stopped i also know someone else who had polio who didn't have the same ability to have that support but it's amazing what our bodies are in terms of vibrational energetic 
fluid systems that need to be properly adjusted. So and a lot of person doesn't know this. This is no. a pity. This is a pity. You know, it's uh, it's good that you're talking about this because uh, um, it's uh, in Noah that a uh, lot of people should know they, that there are you can. They're not only doctors, you know, when you have something, when I had panic attacks, I was always running to the doctor or to the hospital <laughs> at the beginning. I was, I, I don't know how many hundred times I've been to the doctor or to the hospital, but then I found the other way, you know, they're always, the, me the medal is always, uh, <laughs> you can go this way or that way. And um, yes, you're making it, you have the choice. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you have the choice you, you, to where to go, you know, but uh, you must have some someone who is saying this because uh, I was uh, I was lost at the beginning. I felt lost. I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. This uh, this is how I felt. It was uh, really. And afterwards, the last uh, um, shock that I had is um, two years ago. I knew that I have a good tumor in the liver, uh, and but with a pregnancy, it, it got really big like this, mm -hmm. like a ball. And I had to take it out. So mm -hmm. two years ago, I um, I had to make these big injuries, and they cut me half of the liver. And um, there, I was also trying to make other, you know, <laughs> other ways, uh, but uh, the only ways was really to cut it because uh, it was getting more farther. And then uh, at the end, I would have had to, to take all the liver out. But, um, you know, in some way, the, the normal um, med medicine, it's great, like, in my example, you know, but and in the other way, the other the other direction is also good. It's uh, both both of them are are, are yes. Great. Yes, I'm so yeah. happy you're saying to use both. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we talking about also with energy. You know, um, I also been um, to a coach that is uh, that is was helping help me to um to align you know my chakras system you know that's uh, because when you have anxiety and panic attacks your first chakra is closed you know it's blocked and um you need really some exercise you know uh, to open it really again or you go to a person that is working with these energies, you know, that's, and he helped me also really a lot. Yeah. And I love that we're, we're not anti, you know, I, yeah. I have yeah. a friend who has a lot of exposure in social media and she shattered an area in her body and decided to get surgery. And a lot of people wrote to her, like, you're a medicine woman, you do all this energetic shamanic work. And why would you get surgery? You know? And to me, it's like each thing we choose, there's a lot of um, controversy about vaccination right now in the United States. There's a lot of controversy about a lot of things, but each person has to live their own life. Each thing that they choose to get surgery, to get a vaccination is their path that they get to handle the variables going forward. 
and they can use, you know, alternative or, uh, you know, allopathic or acute care medicine. They can use whatever they need to use. And yes, yes. Our place to judge anyone if we're working to be compassionate, kind, and understanding beings. When you had first talked about the vibration, you made me think about how when they told you to follow your breath, I just had a current feeling of this in the shower, feeling some anxiety early this morning circling in my body, but then Mm -hmm. ruminating thoughts, I'm a failure, I'm a fuck up, I'm all these things. And that moment of one of my mentors who's like, your thoughts aren't real. And, and so I stopped like, my thoughts aren't real, but they're spinning me. What's real. I have vibration in my head. I have, you know, and I think when you're starting to talk about this work of another way, yeah, takes this effort to start to train ourselves to regulate our own nervous systems without relying on a chemical Sometimes it takes a lot more effort and discipline, which is what we're going to get into of your work that you teach these techniques in terms of fascial yoga and stress management. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people have to put in the effort each day to work on expanding their capacity to feel and really being able to train their ability to regulate their nervous system and not rely on something external. Um, So I'm really excited. I'm so happy to be diving into this with you. Yes, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, to begin, how would you describe the fascial system since you teach fascia yoga? A lot of people aren't familiar with fascia. Sure, sure. Um, so fascia is an interconnective tissue that, that surrounds our organs, our bones, and our muscles. And the fascia is 70% made of water. Can you imagine? So it's uh, in the cells that uh, um, are building our fascia. They're, they're called fibro, fibro, fibroblastes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they, um, these cells, they're, they build the fascia like a spider web. So it's uh, so interesting because uh, if you you push in, in a place uh, here, for example, the spider web, it's not only moving here, but it moves everywhere, mm-hmm. all the fascia. And um, normally we, as humans, <laughs> we should move, we can move 100% with our body, but... Unfortunately, we move only uh, 20%, 15%, 20%. And this cause um, that the fascia is, it gets shortened. Mm. And this cause also again, that the the people have many um, pains where the fascia is really um, shortened and and thick. So it's, uh, and what the important thing to say is that normally they say, and and I also, um, so it's felt in in my body that uh, um, our trauma, they are in, in this fascia web. 
they're all in this fascia where in there. So to release also a part of the stress that we have in our body, um, we should make fascia yogas <laughs> because it, it really helps um, to this restriction that we have um, to, uh, how do you say, to, to get away. Yeah, I but, would, yeah. Yes. I would definitely recommend fascial yoga, myofascial, if no one's heard of it. Yeah, that's uh, because the body, the body needs movement, but not just any. From stretching exercise in certain angles and main areas of the body to control exercise to connect the head and the body to strengthening exercise for its slim and well-formed body feeling. So everything is included. Mm. And uh, if you combine also with the, this uh, fascia role, you know, that's a foam role, <laughs> it's a foam role, um, you not only rid your body of toxin, but you also activate your metabolism mm. and stimulate your body to renew cells. And it really feels good. Yeah. So, uh, I would, yeah. Yeah. I would love to show. Can I show an example of the fascial? Sure. Part? Yes. <laughs> I, my homework. <laughs> um, that I've been given to do. Each day. Yeah. Because I <laughs> do three times a week. I went to physical therapy. My physical therapy, Jody Hendricks in Sedona, Sedona Physical Therapy. She is a myofascial therapist, and so. I didn't understand how when she would touch here, I would feel something release. Yeah, here. absolutely. And since I broke my back here, I do um, this ball in my belly. I lay on it and all the tightness in my belly has made my back over work. But when I release my belly, then my back can relax and there's more circulation there. And so it really helps me to lay on this in the morning in my, 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 on oh, my that's not, Oh, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. What I, because, you know, you know why? Because, um, it's like a sponge, you know, um, when we use this foam, this rollers, you know, the foam roller or also the, the, what you have. We are pressing this, this fibroblast and uh, um, it's like a sponge. So we're, we're, we're pressing them and all the toxin fluid is going out. Mm -hmm. The old stinky fluid <laughs> is going out. And when it's going again up this sponge, then it gets the, again the, the pure, the, new, the neutral fluid. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, it's really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and when you talk about the emotional component, there's something in myofascial work, which is called unwinding, where because of a way of thinking and believing about ourselves, emotional states that we're used to repeating will hold our body in certain postures and create this yeah. kind of blockage, but also this tissue. And there's emotion stuck in that tissue and yeah. it's released sometimes for me, I would like relive what I started to believe about myself and internalize that's released. 
And so there's yeah. emotional components. Yes. 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 You get like a new body back after you let go of the emotion yes. and the physical. And for me, I feel like when I was eight years old and started believing something about myself, I started moving and standing in a certain way and held that in for so long. And when I released it and I forgave it, I do a lot of inner child work and identity development work in my mm -hmm. own counseling practice with people. And I believe when we forgive those parts of ourselves, we can access, I can access, like I hated a part of my eight year old self. Like why'd she choose to pull her hair? Why'd she used to be afraid, choose to be afraid of feeling her feelings while she was eight. And now in my late twenties, I can feel those things. And then when I choose to feel those things, I can receive her gifts. It's like I can access her skill set because I forgave her. And then I can like connect to that part of my essence in a new way in, sure. in like a successful kind of gifted way. But I think that people really don't understand that the issues are in the tissues and that elite athletes for 20, 30 years have been using myofascial and fascial yoga, but they've been going to the top trainers, the top physical therapists, because, you know, they're being paid big bucks to perform and sure. they, people don't realize the people we get to watch on TV. This is talking about my body. This is a little too tight on my neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the people we get to watch on TV, they actually have to be able to manage their emotional state to perform at the level that they perform at physically. And I just think that I'm excited to be chatting with you because people don't honor the interconnectedness of physical yeah. wellness and emotional wellness. Everything is interconnected. Everything in our body, in our life, in everything. Yes, it's it's like a mirror. It's really, <laughs> it's incredible. And uh, what also about, um, what does the fashion needs to be healthy, you know, the movements. Um, what I learned that we have 30, bo 30 bottlenecks that we have that we can stretch. Mm. And normally... Um, Where are they? Where are the bottlenecks? Yeah. Yes, uh, there, there are some, you know, the 30, it's like, you know, the, the meridians, oh. you know, the points, yeah, that we, we should stretch them, try to stretch them every day with oh. some exercises. And what also fascia loves is the unprogrammed movement. Mm -hmm. So uh, moving very slowly um, and... Uh, what fascia loved also is surprises, for example, dancing mm. or jumping, jumping up and down. And uh, we, we don't have to never force it because we have to listen to uh, our mind and our least wisdom. Yeah. Uh, so we have to liberate uh, our body to move spontaneously. So that's what sometimes. the programmed movement Yes, yes, sometimes. So it's also there, you know, you have the movements, you know, the that you should do, but afterwards, just even if you put some music and then you start to dancing, well, also um, you're cleaning your chakra when you're dancing, <laughs> all the energy that you have in your body when you dance, but you're also cleaning your, uh, smoothing your fascia. Mm. That's really, really interesting. But what I wanted to tell 
um, about the foam roller that uh, some some person that uh, athletes they they take the foam roller and then they press oh i don't know if it, i wanted to, to take it they want to show it to you i have one do you want me to be your model wait, wait, i have it i have, have it. it okay I, I come back i have it here and i'll take a nose blowing break It's here. So I have it here. So normally, you know, the important thing that you start from the uh, from uh, from the foot, you know, to the top mm. of your heart. And you don't have to make, you know, like this, always back and forth, back and forth. You don't have to roll it. That's, uh, that is not good. Because when you roll it like this, then you're building more collagen. Mm. It's good for the, you know, you're, you're building yellow round. It is good for the skin, <laughs> but not for the fascia. And uh, so they say that we should really move it slowly. Like this, you, you get to press, you can press all the fibro, all the cell fibro plates, the cells really slowly, and they they are all and all the toxin is going out. This is what I wanted to, to that is also really important. I was just thinking, I'm like, can we demo? Can I can I get on the floor with the roller? Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, I've heard a lot of things uh, <laughs> about the foam roller, and I want to. So if I'm here, um, I never liked the foam roller personally because it was too much shock for my body. And um, my yeah. Pilates teacher told me to get a really soft roller. It's not this one. It's a big blue one. Absolutely. Yes. I wanted to ask you, I can see this is really quite hard, right? For the one you have. This isn't the good one. The good one is yeah. all blue one and it's the soft yeah. kind. Yeah, it must be soft. Not too soft, but uh, a little bit. Yeah. So with people that are usually doing like this on their leg. That's not that. good. That's not good. So what, what could we do on our leg that's slow? Really starting from your ankle, you know? Like yes. Right here. Yes, putting on your hands slow, really slowly, slowly. You can go with your legs. Yeah, move your legs forward, and the and the roller is going um, towards your heart. Yes, towards your yeah, really slowly. But do not do this. But do this is totally a no go. Yeah, I've seen a lot of course. Yeah, yeah. Also, my sister once she was making this, and I say, "Stop doing that! It's really yeah. not good." Because really, you're you're. If you have their pain, 
uh, in, a, in a muscle or, or somewhere, you get the, the, the fascia are getting more, more tighter, more, more shortened. And, and you're building collagen. And so there, it's going to be a mess. Mm. Yes, this is uh, um, a really quite important thing to say. That's why I wanted to get on the ground because I, I see so many young kids who are playing sports. They're just rubbing their fascia. Yeah. <laughs> they think it feels good because it hurts a little bit. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't realize that for long-term muscular development that it's actually causing more issues. Yeah, yeah. And the more body workers and like uh, Pilates and fascial therapists I talk to, they, they're very cautious about the foam roller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lightly. So can people um, work with you? It has to be gentle. It, it, it has to be a gentle. Uh, um, the roller has to be a really a, not a soft one, but not, not the hard one. That's, that's really not good. But uh, a really medium, medium one. And um, you have to really take care of your body. Yeah. Well, you guys can go to Cecilia's page, which on Facebook she'll write um, her link. And people can schedule with you to learn how to properly condition and also stretch their fascia so that it will perform better as athletes. Um, because I think it's just sad that a lot of these products and tools are being kind of like advertised, but they can be used in a destructive way, not intentionally, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just really happy that we spoke about the foam roller and I got on the floor and you kind of showed us to go up slowly. Um, well, always from uh, uh, the ankle to the heart, always uh, towards heart. Yes. Never, never. Uh... Back and forth. Back and forth. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So just slowly, not, not this way. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so not even slowly going back and forth. No, no, no. That's just, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy we went there because I like the interview to lead itself. So, you know, the energy will take us where we need to go and what we need to focus on. <laughs> um, I started having my own panic attacks many years ago when I was running a um, 20 room bed and breakfast in New Zealand. And I was working for this, um, let's call it (laughs) this company. And I was overworking. Like I was also producing a gap year program for, um, like a kind of character development school and running festivals. It was way too much. And I couldn't even feel my body when I would lay down on the bed, it was like I was shaking and I couldn't feel the bed. And then one day I was in the kitchen because I was running that bed and breakfast, making dinner for someone. And I, I couldn't feel my feet on the ground. So I love that we we're talking about the experience of what it's like to have panic attacks because something came up on my phone, like meditation for panic attack. And I listened to it. And I'm like, oh, this is what I'm experiencing. And sometimes yeah. there would even be like, Uh, black and white light and so 
it's kind of like our adrenals are so fatigued. We're so shot because of this way of being that I'm curious if um, you'd be open to telling us about like how to watch out for when a panic attack starts to rise, which I'm sure my own sure. story, but how to yeah. escalate it, you know, because it's, yeah, really- yeah sure, sure. And we, no, feel like that. we can't trust our bodies sometimes either yeah. to like yeah. kind of have this hatred towards our yeah. and our bodies. No, it's uh, <laughs> when the, when I had my first panic attack, it, I was at home and uh, I was cooking and what you're saying, this is also something I, I didn't feel the, the floor under my feet. I, I felt if I was going, if I was melting down in the, in the earth, I, I say, what is going wrong here? This is the first feeling that I had. And afterward, I had the feeling of dizziness. And this is how everything started, you know, because uh, there are always triggers in your life, you know, that are coming, are coming, are coming. And uh, it's like also the same when you when you have a glass and then uh, you pull water inside, the water comes up, 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 and then afterwards the water goes everywhere. And this is, we are almost the same as this glass. <laughs> So it's uh, what I uh, learned uh, in when it happens, what uh, what to do, what helped me is uh, we're going back to the important breath. <laughs> Take a deep, slowly breath in and out through your nose and extending the exhale. When panic or anxiety is coming, you, you start to breathe quickly. You know, your heart is pumping. Yes, yes. So uh, you're shot up, you're shot of breath. And the aim is to slow down the breath. Breathing also through your nose, you can relax. Surely you know the right and the left brain. And it counts really down. And um, also uh, one thing about it, breath, that I wanted to say is that they, some people, they say, you get more oxygen, you know, when you breathe deeply. Uh, but it's not uh, the ox- oxygen that we get. It, it's uh, carbon dioxide. <laughs> this is quite important to say. And the carbon dioxide, um, it's helping our system to dilate everything. The bronchial, the, the veins, uh, and uh, it re- this carbon dioxide, it relaxes you, mm. not the oxygen. This is uh, something quite important I wanted to say. Oh. This is the first thing. Then, um, so the carbon dioxide versus the oxygen, how does the carbon dioxide get in from slow? When you make a pardon? Is it when you breathe slower? There's a difference. When you breathe, when you breathe, it's like, you know, the doctor, when you have also panic attack, they say, take a, um, a bag. And breathe in and out, and this is also carbon dioxide that we're breathing mm-hmm. uh, in this. Uh, so when when we are breathing in, it's carbon di- dioxide. Mm, so and deeper breath, yes. more carbon. Yeah, the deeper dioxide. breath. Yes, yeah. And uh, uh, second thing is uh, ground down the feet on the floor. This is really important because when you have panic and anxiety. 
you're not grounded. So physically grounded, imagine you have roots under your foot sole. Uh, what was helping helping me? I couldn't stay, uh, you know, sit and wait until the panic attack. So then to, I had to walk. Mm-hmm. I really had to walk around in the garden or go out, even if I was not feeling well. You know, I, I say, oh, I, I will faint on the street. I had really to walk. And anchoring yourself in the present moment is almost pushing, you know, the brakes. Mm-hmm. This is uh, really really quite important and then so um, they walk or sit so for some people it depends you know every person is different i'm glad you're saying yes uh, every person is different i was i had when i had entered in panic i was also feeling really nervous really all some people should move to get grounded yes yes they all hours and uh, for example, the beginning, I had also problems to meditate mm. because I couldn't lie down and I loved meditation. I knew how it felt, but during that period, I couldn't. I, I stay a few minutes and then I, I, I had to walk. I had to run away, you know, <laughs> run away from this situation. It's just uh, running away. And, uh, but if you can meditate, uh, because the our brain does not recognize what what we are visualizing that is not true. Mm. So um, visualizing, you know, a place uh, where you love to be near the sea or in the near or in the mountain or or somewhere else, just visualizing it cal- calms you down, mm. and in the best things when you're making this also small meditation is just observing your breath. It's also really meditating um, thing. Afterwards, I it's uh, it's quite uh, a job to, <laughs> to have few points. The other thing is uh, look to the um, feel the five senses. Mm. So. Open your eyes, start to look around you, see the little details, the corners of the wall, the lights. Keep observing every, every small thing that is around you. Mm. Or what do you hear? You have to open your ears and then if there is a wind uh, or the listen to the beat of your heart mm. or what you smell. Uh, if you smell it, smell clean, it's a clean the, the air or not. Um, then what you taste, the taste uh, in, your, in your mouth. And then what you feel, uh, I feel the hair, I feel my weight uh, pressing into the, into the seat. These are also really quite, quite important. There, it, there are many things to think about, but... <laughs> but I, it's, there's only some su- suggestion. What is also um, important to say, remove overstimulation. So don't look to the news always. Once a day, it's really enough, especially during this period that we're living now. Yeah. At the beginning, I was in the same situation. I, I was curious what is happening. What, and then I, I said, oh, I'm getting anxiety here. 
it's not uh, i'm it's getting too far so i stopped i i i said i have to listen okay once a day now i'm not li even listening to it anymore <laughs> I, I i just i just uh, close my ears and i go um through my path yes you know it's like uh, when the babies are also nervous so we say bring them outside and they come also they they comes down so it's we we can also in this situation go if you're feeling anxious get out also in another room this is also uh, important not stay in the same room uh, where where all is happening yes um of yes i told already for a walk uh, simply grounding and what also helped me um i went to a um, ayurvedic doctor and uh, she helped me really thanks god because uh, you know this nervosity that i was feeling it was not nice it was really terrible when i was go shopping uh, wow I, I just wanted to go out so uh, fast from the shop uh, i didn't felt in my center it it, it was uh, horrible <laughs> in this, in this. and uh, as usually the doctor would give you, you know, a Xanax or something like that, or Temesta, but uh, I, I said, no, I don't want to do that. And then I, I decided for the other way. And she gave me um, two Ayurvedic herbs that they were really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, one is Vitania Somnifera and the other is Bacopa Monira. I don't know if you know it, mm -hmm. but uh, they could really come help me also took to come come step by step down wow. and it was a really big relief because i tried everything mm -hmm. i really tried everything from uh, flowers of bark uh, homeopathic um everything and nothing helped me and this was uh, for me you know because every person is different yeah. the right uh, um the right yeah. way let's yeah. say way and uh, and then what also um i'm gonna ask if if you yes, have her information maybe you can put it in the comments on the facebook video okay sure sure like yes online practice i don't know if she does sure 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 she's uh, she's uh, a doctor but she specializes in ayurveda in Ayur ayurveda yes it's because uh, a lot of people are doing telehealth so maybe people from the u.s or other places can also connect with her Yes, yeah, sure, sure. No, no, but this was a really an incredible relief, really an incredible relief. It's um, thanks to her, I, I, I started to center also a part, you know, it's a puzzle, you know, it's really like a puzzle. Yeah. yeah. So it, you take, you make this, you make this, you make this, you take this. It's on, not only one thing that uh, it will, gets you good that's uh it's really like a puzzle and the the important also thing is the nutrition <laughs> you're the specialist I, <laughs> during the the time that uh, i was breastfeeding my son i actually i didn't have time to feed myself mm. 
that uh, uh, I was so so centralized with uh, him, you know, I was looking at him, how is feeling, how is, but I was not looking at myself. Mm. And um, and he he was a baby that was always coming to at the beginning four times during the night, then two three times during the night, and then he was sick. He got all the virus. Really, at the end, I was <laughs> I was really tired. Mm. And uh, what they also told me, she told me, you have to change your nutrition. Mm. And this is how it everything started because I was not eating the good things. I was really not eating this the the good thing that I'm eating today. Yeah. And we don't realize if we weren't educated, you know, I grew up on the standard American diet. I was eating easy Mac and a lot of, um, store-bought, uh, like boxed foods from the freezer. I love kids cuisine. I put in the microwave uh, and I felt, you know, like, so <laughs> adult and my parents just want to get what's easy and fun. But what we don't realize is each system is different. Each metabolism is different, mm -hmm. different genetic predispositions. <clears throat> and there's certain foods that will also trigger and activate certain autoimmune issues, as well as hormone imbalance. If mm -hmm. we already are like, I'm estrogen dominant, so I shouldn't eat foods that are precursors to estrogen production, like mm -hmm. soy, dairy. Um, and I didn't know any of this, but I also didn't know in terms of what you're chatting on, which my mentor, Christina Pearson, um, teaches in terms of mindfulness and kind of excessive behaviors of like skin picking or hair pulling and people who are feeling compulsive and not able to feel settled in their body mm -hmm. that during the day we build up. So I loved what you used in terms of a bottle and yeah. that we don't stop every two hours and vent the energy, release it, yeah. and it boils over at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And for me with the nutrition work, we're already up to here and we can't even, we don't have any space or gap to make a choice. But Victor Frankl's work, the, you know, stimulus and response, or even see that I'm walking to the ice chest, I'm walking to the freezer, I'm opening it up and getting the ice cream out, and then I've eaten the whole ice cream. Where was my mind? Where was I? But it's we're already up to here, so we have no like kind of consciousness left sometimes because we're so reactive instead of having space to be, you know, carefully responding to what's happening. And when it comes to our bodies and our systems, our organ systems need to be able to filtrate properly and they need to be able to metabolize properly. And a lot of us with these new foods, especially since the 80s, high fructose corn syrup has gone up. Our sugar intake has gone up 300% and how that's affected our neurology and the way our brains are okay. responding. There's inflammation in the brain and all this, these mm -hmm. issues because of the amount of sugar that's in everything. And then our organs are overtaxed because there are these new things like red wine and these wild chemicals that are being put in our food that our bodies literally don't have docking stations to, mm -hmm. to recognize and then metabolize. So they get stuck. So our organs are stuck with all of this stuff. And then my partner and I, Dr. Christie, a colleague and mentor of mine uses the word hidden irritants. We have all these hidden irritants physically that are built up in our system and that's why we're reacting in a certain way because our body 
is kind of on overload all the time. And then we become foggy and tired and we become irritable and we're so confused, but it's that our system is overtaxed and full. It's like a dusty old house that you walk in and you start sneezing and you can't walk around because there's no space. And so our bodies aren't able to circulate on a physical level. And then it makes us foggy emotional. I always love to talk about nutrition and we'll chat. Yeah, that's so an important tool things. It's it everything, yes, everything, you know, it's connected, nutrition, meditation, breathing techniques, and 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 the posture act actually. So and this is what I also uh what it helped me um that I too because they say you know you should eat from seven to ten fruits and vegetables a day you're the right person <laughs> you know the cancer legal they say that you should eat so much but how can a person eat so so many fruits and berries vegetable and everything and during that time what what helped me it was a girl because the doctor said, you need supplements, you need vitam vitamin sup supplement. But I, that was really not good for me. It's, uh, I had uh, stomach pain afterwards, you know, with the chemical vitamins and I, I was really not feeling well. But then uh, a friend told me, just try um, their bio um, vegetal fruits and berries, 30, 30 of them. And the, there are also 30 medical um, studies on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know um, if uh, if you know, if you have heard uh, of, of, of it, it's Juice Plus. Yeah, I Juice thought you were going to say Juice Plus. Yes, yes. And, but I say, now I'm not taking this anymore, but uh, it helped me. Yeah. It, it helped, helped me really. Yeah. yeah. And, it, uh, it helped me to, to be stronger again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a that lot of different opinions on Juice Plus. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I know, I know. But I, I'm the one who, who it was the only thing that uh, that helped me uh, to to get really uh, strong, strong again. Now I cannot take it anymore because uh, you know uh, they found out that I have this allergy. Mm. Histamine, uh, you know, the histamine is not working, and uh, yes, uh, but uh, I cannot take that. And then I have some other other allergies. Mm. Some, but uh, th that helped me really. Yeah. So you you take the the right, you know, I want to say the right supplement. You have to find out which one it is is good. Exactly, yeah. and and I think anything that can help someone get the momentum, you know, like yeah. starting and taking juice plus and feeling like I'm doing the right thing. I'm making good decisions. I'm going to make a good decision for lunch. I'm going to make a good decision for dinner. And each yeah. time you take something um, that you know is helping you. And if you feel the benefits, but I also have histamine intolerance, dirty DAO gene, you know, so some people can't take certain things because it was yes. the allergies. Mm -hmm. But um, what I love that you're getting to is that, before we got on, we chatted about how this healing journey never ends. And a lot of people think one day I'll just be healed or I will have no more experience of all of these sensations that drive me crazy called emotions or physical sensations. And I was there like in the guru mindset. Okay. This man will teach me how to like somehow 
leave my nervous system. <laughs> if I just do exactly what he does, then I'll never have to, you know, feel all of the lessons that God in the universe has given me to work through and find all the missing pieces. And I think as people who are dedicated to their healing journey, it's like each new tool they put in their medicine pouch and they can help others with the nectar they use to heal their wounds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are stuck in the mentality that there's just going to be a switch or a flip. And what happens with these medicines that they think is just going to turn a flip, there's usually something else that gets unbalanced. And Mm -hmm. so taking a holistic approach and taking responsibility for our sleep, for our food intake, which is our precursor to chemical development. That's what food is. It's literally telling our body what chemicals to make, what hormones of brain chemistry to make. Mm -hmm. So you know, the way that we talk to ourselves, our mental management, the way that we move, the way that we breathe and manage our nervous system is something that I wish they taught in schools. And I taught in schools in New York for a little while, you know, this, this way of managing our body and our emotional system. But I think a lot of people who have true success really have a beginner's mindset of curiosity And my partner and I chat about the word humility and different definitions. And one that I like is to be teachable and to continue to take that in every aspect of our lives, in every category, in our relationship with our significant other, in our health journey, in our work journey. And I think a lot of the times we just want it to be done instead of being curious about, you know, continuing to discover and seeing that our body is just showing us different signs that we get to investigate and find a new, you know, relief for. And I think I've definitely been there where I've been frustrated and angry at my body. Why haven't I figured this out? And I think it's a lot about changing our blueprint of what we believe things are supposed to be, of how we're supposed to be experiencing a relationship, our body, and rewriting that narrative, rewriting that script of, you know, putting on a new hat of, actually my body is, I don't know if I came here to just figure it out mm-hmm. or did I come here to discover and learn? And I think that we have to constantly be willing to rewrite our story of what's happening, or we can take a very victim like, um, you know, woe is me feeling very weak. All the energy can leave our body kind of, we can experience that, that way of life, which I've been in as well. Yeah. The important thing is I was always, you know, a positive person. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still now a positive person, but uh, when something is happening in the life that that is negative, not only once, <laughs> once and twice and three, then uh, you you start, you know, uh, to get afraid, uh, and everything triggers you more than. Uh, if there is a person near you that uh, had only one negative uh, trauma in the life or uh, a small trauma, she will or he will react totally different as I do or uh, I I did. Mm-hmm. And the important thing is uh, that we start to think positive. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, uh, at the end, this is what yoga practice practice once that we try to control our thoughts yeah and what 
because the important thing is that what we think has a power over us. Yes. Uh, Has a power to uplift us or to break us down. Yes. So uh, thoughts affect actually our aura and it affects who we are. Um, And how you respond to to the world. Yeah. For example, if you say, I'm unlucky. So is the... how actually the universe treats you, uh, you, you said as a victim. Mm. And uh, what I wanted to say also, we have um, the power to shift our energy through our breathing mm. every moment. Yes. So the, the children, for example, they feel, I, I can see uh, right away the energy of a person Mm-hmm. Uh, that they feel how you my energy radiate or or how your your energy radiate. Mm-hmm. So uh, then the good thing is no one can control our thoughts. So we have the choice. Yeah. We can control them, but we have to. There's a work to do. Yeah. Uh, for example, someone can say you something uh, mean to you. You know, and uh, any. It enter your diligent system, and uh, the answer it's always to come back to your breath, mm. because slowing the breath we slow down also the thoughts. Mm. And yoga uses the breath to stimulate the relaxation of the body. So slow down the mind. We can see space between the, between the mind you know that yes and uh and this is a neutral space yes so and what we also i think also about thoughts when uh when we are thinking about the thought i think like clouds just passing by you know just mm-hmm. also when you're meditating uh yoga teacher said don't think <laughs> uh let's these thoughts Put, uh, you can observe them, you know, but just think that they're just passing by. Don't judge them. And um, so if also the, uh, what I want to say, if the morning, if you're not feeling motivated and uh, you're feeling, feeling not happy, mm-hmm. so just uh, uh, an example, fake it till you make it. <laughs> so that forced to smile physically and this triggers activity in your brain and uh, the physical can affect the mental as the mental can affect the physical mm. and um, um, the old drama normally are in our mind you know and uh, and the brain as you also told that make a pardon I feel like we have to our body our, and then we get in that physical state again. Yeah. And the brain log a lot of emotion. That's the roots, as you told also before, are in the past. Mm. And to stop to, uh, to think about this monkey mind that is always uh, <laughs> in our head, um, we have a tool and this is meditation. We cannot block the thoughts and the emotion. We cannot block it. But the only tip that I can 
Kerenke says to be aware always to come back to your breath. Mm. Yeah. And uh, you at the end, you can choose which class you want to use, you know, the negative, you know, the negative or to switch it to the positive. So we have to always think about the positives because the important thing to know is what we uh, are, you are becoming. And what you're thinking, you also are and becoming. This is, uh, it's uh, at the end, it's also an energy. Mm, yeah. This is uh, so important that the mind, you know, how, how the mind is, is working. And uh, when, when you realize it, for sure, something is changing in your life. Mm, yes. And it makes you think of that old proverb yeah. where you, where your mind goes, your energy follows. Where we yeah. focus is where we put our energy. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. how our life transforms and how we feel inside. And that mm -hmm. our mind is just an electrical machine that generates thought fragments. That's what it's supposed to do. But we can't hitch a ride on each thought fragment because it will take us down. And I'm always trying to figure out if I go down a like a, a loop of thought stream like a thought stream like what where did I start I have to trail back to catch myself and come back to the moment but mm -hmm. most miraculously I feel the only truth is really the physical reality like if I have saliva or if I have a dry mouth if I have pain you know if I'm hungry if I've been holding my pee and being able to open up and relief give that physical state that we're in relief to have the openness of the mind again, to choose where we want to think or what we want to use our mind for and mm -hmm. not let our mind thoughts, you know, that control us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, yes, we have to reframe the ne negative self-talk with positive affirmation. This yeah. is uh, so important, really. It was also a big work that I had to do because when you're living with anxiety and panic attacks, you're always afraid. Mm. Most of the time, you're always negative. Oh, what is, mm. why it's happening to me again? Oh, it's, it's coming again, you know? Um, um, I'm afraid. Uh, so it's, um, we have to, when a negative thought pops in, into our mind, we have to find to refrain that thought in more a positive way. Yeah. Because we have to think about, at the end, about ourselves with the same respect and kindness, how we think of others. Mm. This is, um, um, for instead, if uh, I just say, I'm just not good at this, I... Instead of saying that, I, I, you can say, I'm going to give this another, another try. Yeah. You know, it's uh, change it to the positive. Yeah. And what, uh, what is important also to do <laughs> if you, if you, um, if we're talking about this mindset is to spend more time with positive people that who supports you. That's because if uh, a negative person is around you, you feel I'm the person, I can feel the energy. 
if a person comes in, I can say right away if this person is happy or not, if she's nervous or nervous or uh, they don't have to speak with me. <laughs> I just can, I feel it right away. And uh, for 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 this reason, it's uh, it's better also when you when you um, you're, when you're surrounded from people that are they have a positive feeling. And they say like you're the sum of the five most people you spend time with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was always trying to hang out with different people to impact me in different ways. And I'd say in the beginning when people are really starting to change and shake up how they've been for so long. For me, that was about seven years ago. Sometimes it was harder for me to spend a lot of time in my family home or with my family when I was kind of radically changing because I had to kind of rediscover how to be in my own vibration, my own kind of essence without the impact of people who had so strongly impacted me and how I was reacting or how I was, there's like patterns that run within me. And so my parents were really respectful with that shift because I took on a lot of my father's emotional patterns and my mom's emotional patterns. Mm -hmm. And I had to be really gentle and delicate with myself as I shifted to take the time to create my own uh, kind of frequency some people use that word for my own uh, vibrational resonance to be in myself and then be around other people and not yeah. really get off track again to the old way of being. And so I'd say it's a really delicate time for those couple of years to learn how to engage in our own way of being and to have healthy boundaries to protect a relationship. Um, and I think it's a part of anyone's life, individuation, but especially on this emotional journey of transformation and self-realization um, to allow ourselves to have our own, um, I'm having more of these like, you know, metaphorical words like frequency or vibration, but I think when we're shifting our neurology and we're shifting um, the way of being, we need to make sure that we're not stimulated as much by the people who influence us to be a certain way um, i experienced that in my own journey. and uh, if you're if you're near these people um I, as i told you i can feel that that i'm going in another room or i try to go out <laughs> because the energy some Sometimes it's uh, it's it's not good for you, you know. It's uh, yes, it's so. I feel that this energy are suppressing me, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh, we have to shift. We have to take care more about ourselves and be a little bit egoist. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, uh, it's not a nice word, but uh, we have to give ourselves more self-love yeah. and not to stay with the person that are negative or, well, sometimes, you know, in the family, there are these people yeah. that they triggers you, that um, they're everywhere, there are polarities, you know, it's so it's, uh, we cannot... Uh, 
uh, avoid this. <laughs> but uh, and the important thing, if um, what when that belongs to this theme uh, is uh, um, to not to judge. If you see a person <laughs> that is like this, uh, we don't have to judge because um, if we define judgment, you know, these are written mind charters, thoughts that are about someone else. Mm. And uh, thoughts or, or opinion what the person should do or not do yeah so if, uh, if they're negative or positive and uh, if we think about the judgment it's really very low um in yoga practice help to eliminate eliminate so ju judgment mm. um the the best thing is that once you stop judging others mm -hmm. others stop judging you and it's really transformational. Mm, yes. It's really, and uh, if you're judging someone about their eating or their appearance, you're secretly afraid that somebody's judging you for the same topic. Mm, this is going really, you know, down uh, into our roots. And uh, the, the great thing is once I started to stop judging others, I also had less fear that the other are judging me. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And um, so unfortunately, it's since we were young to judge mm. is installed into us from our parents. Everything, you know, everything is coming back to childhood, mm. you know, it's to the pattern of the parents and uh, or stories you have from other people mm -hmm. and uh, th these stories they play in our subconscious yeah. so we have to know notice notice this story and uh, if we notice the story we notice also this the, um, the thoughts mm -hmm. or for example um every time what what I uh, do that is helping me uh, if because we're judging you you know we're always thinking actually 80% negative our th <laughs> all day long and it's terrible it's terrible it's uh, and uh, as you know neurons that fire together wire together you know we're just thinking of the same and also if you're judging it's um, we have to um, realize the moment that we're judging and maybe a help. What is helping me? It's uh, to think about it first a whistle. You know, mm -hmm. you're judging, so please reset it or to write it um, in a notebook. You know, I judged and and try to make this judgment in a positive way. Um, what is helping? Yes, to shift our our thoughts. Yeah, and um, and I feel like it comes from a place of protection. Like our primary oh, yeah. need to judge is this safe or not? And if we had different traumas, little T or big T, growing up, we might have gotten in a pattern of catastrophizing, you know, and thinking in this negative way, thinking we're protecting ourselves, but we're actually creating a hell for ourselves. Yeah. So I love how you were saying, like, blow the whistle and stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's it's learning to manage that primal part of ourself 
but we're not being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, you know, or the amygdala example of like, we think there's a fire in our home, but there's actually just the toaster that set the fire alarm off and sure. having yeah. to really parent ourselves and mm-hmm. differentiate. Yeah, it's uh, everything is going back to the parents <laughs> or when we were, we were in the belly uh, of our mother or everything is, is uh, yeah, yeah, that's for it. And I wanted to say also that we have to, we have to make this story opposite, you know. Um, for example, you're going to sh- shopping center and you see a, um, a mother with a child, you know, the child is yelling and the mother, oh, oh, oh not now. <laughs> and, uh, and you start to judging negative, you know, it's uh, um, just try to think, uh, well, this masked mother, at, at the end, she has a lot of courage, you know, just to be strong in this situation at the end. Or if you're walking and uh, in front of you, there is a person that is walking so slowly, you know, and you, you're hurry in hurry. Yes. And maybe it's a signal you have to think of in a positive, maybe it's a signal that uh, you have to slow down. Mm. Now, this is really a program um, about, you know, if you think I'm I'm a negative person or I'm a positive person. Mm. If we think that negative, unfortunately, this is a toxic energy Mm. and we have to self-work at the end. And um, we have to change, we have to try to change our mindset. Yeah. Uh, and lead that example and try to be positive. Mm. This is um, um, this is for this reason I became also a yoga teacher because yoga <laughs> is not only the posture; is more than that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's um, about. Uh, the way we should, it's a teaching, it's a philosophy that I think that also at school, that the children should have have it. Yeah. Okay, math and everything, it's, it's okay. But uh, I think this, if children would have this philosophy already at school, I think we would live in a better world. This is my opinion. Yeah. They can manage their ability to focus. Yeah. Manage their emotional system, their nervous system. You know, when I worked in the schools in New York teaching yoga and mindfulness and brain training, a child, you know, we were in really inner city rough schools. A child that's dropped off who's seven years old, whose parent yells at him because he did something wrong and is screaming at him in the carpool line and then goes into class and has to take a test, his circuitry system, his chemical system is pumping out like, am I safe? I need to protect myself. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. It was just yelled at by his God, his mom or dad, you know, the one who nourishes him. And then all of a sudden he has to put his critical thinking hat on 
and to be able to transition from one state to another is so hard as an adult, but let alone as a child who doesn't have the neurophysiology developed. Gabor Mate, who's big in trauma therapy and has done a lot of work, talked about how cognition and emotional states are not separate. And I've watched lectures that he gives to high school professors to really have them see, you know, if someone is in like a really <laughs> bad emotional state, their cognition is not going to be performing at an optimal peak level. And I am definitely someone who struggles myself with why do we as adults forget that? Why do we forget that I need to first be in a clear, calm, emotional state to be productive? We push ourselves and we get so stressed out, you know, our adrenal fatigue, we're tired and we're tight physically. And then we push ourselves to think harder and produce more, but it's the opposite formula. I was chatting with a mentor, Banya Lim, about how we're told to do, and then we can be, but Mm -hmm. actually setting our state first, then Mm -hmm. we should do. And, Mm -hmm. And so I think it's crucial for children to learn how to regulate their system at an early age if they want to be productive and a contributing member of society. And Mm -hmm. also to learn how to keep your job, you have to learn how to communicate skillfully in a work environment because Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, have been told even by their managers or in work environments, you need to go to anger management or they want to be able to tell them that so Mm -hmm. that you more clearly, compassionately communicate with your team or your colleagues and uh, efficiently get things done. As well as a friend who used to work at Lockheed Martin and teach yoga and mindfulness there, working with the big utilities, the big uh, machinery that these men, they needed in the morning to really open their body and calm their mind so that they wouldn't make literal hundred thousand million dollar mistakes with the huge machines they were working with or get injured and then be off, you know, not working as much. So for the company to take on these wellness programs is just as important for the individual working in any kind of setting, but especially mm-hmm. with big machinery, because people have to be very clear headed, focused, and um, in a state where they don't break something or injure themselves. And then that company has to pay for them while they're healing sometimes. No, I don't know. I- I I can say sorry, but my son <laughs> came me right here now. <laughs> Excuse me. He said, he said, he said, mommy, I want to go to bed. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Are you gonna give him a hug? That's perfect for the uh, discussion we're having. No, he's here. So if he wants that I go with him. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> No, he was saying to me, Mom, I want to go to bed. And you you was just speaking about the the children, you know. <laughs> We've gone on for a while, an hour and a half, and I've been so grateful for this time. And oh I'm no, that's uh, no, that's uh, I could keep speaking and speaking with you. It's uh, <laughs> so it's, it's so it's really so nice. But I wanted to say one thing, as you told about the you know the children. Um, my son let um, he went for two years in a in a bilingual school, and uh, as you told you know before that this school was uh, you know like a military 
tsk, 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 tsk. you know, everything, um, every children has to have the, the same new niveau, you know, the same uh, intelligence, let's say. Mm. But, I, and I realized that it was not good for him, mm. you know, this direction. And I realized that thanks to COVID, because we had homeschooling. Yes. And I saw how the teacher were teaching. Mm. And uh, it was really a military, yeah. you know, really a military thing. And, uh, and I say, wow, this is really, this school is not good for him. So now we, we found the last uh, summer, uh, a really nice school, a Christian school. Mm. And uh, they teach with the heart. Mm. They're teaching with loving. And this is actually, I think, what children need, loving, peace and harmony in their environment. And not just beginning, you know, from uh, um, this academic bilingual school already at the age that he he was. He started at uh, seven, seven years and uh, he was getting sick. You know of it. He was getting sick. He he had all his stomach pains and he was always crying. And it was really uh, not a nice time for him. And this is why I'm saying that the yoga philosophy, you know, how you you act with people, um, with people, or how you you act with your body, you know, um, to have more self-love in yourself, more self-confidence. Um, this is so important, starting from the childhood, you know, starting from the school. Because if you do not have uh, these things, you know, already when you're in so a young age, probably you, you can learn it afterwards, but you will sure learn it when something bad is happening to you normally it's uh, yes it's it's a destiny that is showing you you know uh, it hits you and then uh, you start to follow other you know other ideas or other other mentalities and uh, when with him I started also to meditate <laughs> so lucky because that will affect like you said growing up with bombs around being in Iran during that time yeah our lifestyle and our environment, the jobs our parents are in affect our development, but also our neurophysiology. And Gabor Mate talks a lot about that. If anyone's listening to look up that lecture, um, emotions affect cognition, something like that, that he did. Because as we age, um, the way that our brain takes on certain states and physically is developing will show us, it will kind of be revealed later on because Mm -hmm. it kind of protects itself when it's young. And some of these people are starting to get ADD, which is a dissociative pattern of kind of zoning out when they're 40 or 50. And they're Mm -hmm. like, why? Because when they were young, if they didn't have someone, they could ask for help. If they couldn't run or fight, they had to just learn to float off. And then that behavior comes out more as they get older due to how their neurophysiology is developed. And I think just to have compassion and awareness of how we've developed the best that our species, our system Mm -hmm. chose that it could do for me, Mm -hmm. pulling my hair, I could still work. You know, I couldn't drink and drug like my friends because I couldn't be productive. And it was important to be achieving. 
in mm. the culture that I was in. And so I think our systems just learn to do the best that they can do. Mm. And then as we get older, we learn how to adjust and shift. And I just want to thank you for your time. I'm happy no, to thank you. It's like I could speak and speak with you. It's a never end. <laughs> yeah, soul, soul tribe. And I thank you for all of the work that you do and all the people that you help. And I'm so excited to be connected here. And yeah, thank you for everyone who watched today. We had a couple people who wrote in and we'll write back to you um, in the comments. I hope you all have the most amazing day. Um, thank you. So where can we find you? Um, under my website, for sure, www.ceciliaferreriyoga.com. And then uh, in Instagram, uh, be natural yoga. And then I am making, a, for the people who would like to, a free uh, five days, uh, some Valentine's, good night yoga. Oh, it's starting on the 14th till the 18th of February. And it's in the evening just for 15 minutes. So uh, because we have to really, one thing, be really cons consistent. If we are consistent and day by day we make something for ourselves, then uh, it affects not, it's, it's a positive thing for you, but also for, all, all, all the world and uh, uh, who wants to join it um, the link is uh, eventually in, in Instagram or in Facebook or under my website perfect you know and I love a lot of the great mindfulness trainers say like you get a day off of work but you never get a day off of your nervous system <laughs> yes so, you know, really taking the time to regulate and practice how to manage that if we're not taking external things. No. Um, yeah, some people, they say, well, I once a week, I I'm going one hour to make uh, yoga or uh, other sports. But uh, surely if you say, so if you day by day, you make something, also even for five minutes, that's uh, a huge uh, step forward. Yeah, it will start to change your, your Yeah, brain. yeah the pathways yeah. that are being built absolutely thank yeah. you for everything and um, i so enjoyed this and thank you for everyone you. In. thank you for being here <laughs> and i wish you a lovely day and the real fundamental you 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 well if you'd like a place where there's never a dull moment choose the right flavor of wellness for you Syndacy Wellness hosts the personal, local, global wellness show.